San Francisco and NYC. We'll be having shows in December in your area. First, December 8th, we've got Hack City, our monthly stand-up show. Tickets already going fast. It's happening at 7.30 p.m. at Union Hall in Brooklyn. Then, on December 19th, we've got two shows in San Francisco happening at Arcana. That's in the Mission. There's a show at 7 and at 9.30. Two shows, December 19th, 7 and 9.30 in San Francisco. Tickets for all of our events in the episode description or go to asianotasianpod.com. Come hang out with your favorite Asian friends. That's me and Jenny and who knows else who's going to come. It's going to be great. See you then. It's, it's crazy because with my dad, I don't feel like anything. I don't, I don't feel like... I don't hate him. Yeah. I don't. I don't feel passionate. Mm-hmm. He was sort of there. I don't. It's. I do wish I talked to him more, but we don't talk. And welcome everybody to another episode of the Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast with all of your favorite Asian friends. Uh, the bestest friends of yours uh-huh. your bestest favoriteest asianist friends yes most asian award so we're super duper asian mm-hmm. but not necessarily uh culturally <laughs> <laughs> then what in what way um i don't know you know like you ever see somebody do something and you're like damn that's asian as fuck yeah yeah like me getting my hair permed a lot perm <laughs> yeah if you talk about getting perms and that is your measure of how asian someone is then i win we're asian as shit yeah uh but in other, every other way we're not Asian. yeah yeah uh but uh i'm uh one of your hosts mike nguyen i'm jenny arimoto jenny is finally back from her gallivanting all over the, the place world, which the world e- which is japan and san francisco yeah that's a lot <laughs> and i think though we'll get into it yes but the real journey was inside yourself was it, yeah the real gallivanting was in my heart all along <laughs> where yeah that that's that's where the treasure really was this whole time this whole time i didn't need to go to japan <laughs> japan was in me japan was in you <laughs> also the short inseam pants were in, in you me, the whole yeah, in me. <laughs> time uniqlo japan uniqlo was in me the J- whole time japan uniqlo extra small was in you the yeah. whole time <laughs> uh yeah no it's awesome to have you back we're gonna it's just us two we're just gonna catch up and and hang out so um we know you love it when we do that and we love doing it because then we don't have to book anyone that's true and kind of all i've been doing recently is these one-on-one episodes anytime anyone else has been on i've been not been here yeah (laughs) it's it's which is fine it's that's how it is that's how we roll Uh uh there's nothing wrong with that um uh very quickly before we get started uh we can finally talk about this and i think this will come out with in the right timing but uh two shows we have one in we, we're freaking bi-coastal as a motherfucker yeah okay? finally i'm bi-coastal we're so bi-coastal uh we have a show <clears throat> our hack city show december 8th in new york city that's a f- the uh, friday uh 7 30 p.m at union hall tickets available asian.asianpod.com and in the episode description and in san francisco whoa december 19th december 19th that's a tuesday december 19th that's a tuesday um we have we're gonna have two shows uh it's going to be at arcana it's in san francisco and um there'll be two shows uh i'm not gonna go into any more detail about that because we still have to book it as of this recording 
<laughs> but we'll have two shows. Uh, please come out to that. Uh, it'll be in San Francisco again, December 19th. I'm sorry it's a fucking Tuesday. But it's right before the holidays. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like a, what do you mean? You know, you Tuesday's know, a perfect day. For, I also think Tuesday's a perfect day for a show. I think so too. It's like, it's usually Tuesday's like the slog of slogs. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I love a weekday show. But then, you know, that Tuesday is going to be like, you know, you're going to wake up on that week. Uh, it's December 18th and you're like, fuck. Yeah. I got another week before Christmas break. Exactly. And you're going to go through Monday. You're going to go through, you're going to go to your office job at X. <laughs> And you, you're going to have to... Everyone's at X. You're going to have to promote more anti-Semitic posts <laughs> because that's what the platform does now. And then oh, it's going to suck. You're going to suck. This sucks. But then December 19th comes, usually the worst days. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You got it. You got us. You got a comedy show, baby. You got a comedy show. So come out and check that out. Uh, uh, tickets will be available at AsianNotAsianPod.com and in the episode description. So we'd love to see you... Um, and there's not a lot of tickets because the place is kind of small. So uh, come out. It'll be a lot of fun. So um, let's just... Uh, oh, we have a couple Patreons. Wow. We A couple. My gosh. We have a lot. Let okay. Me, let me pull this up. We got so many. All right. And we're just going to do this... We're going to go speedy. We're going to go speedy, but we've had a bunch uh, and we, you know, we love you. So hang tight. First person we've got here is someone, their name is Miri S. Miri? Miri. Miri. Miri, Miri yes yeah. Miri S I wish that I had more than S to work on but we'll do our best Miri yeah. sounds like someone who draws um like cartoons like yeah. cartoonist oh wow They're a cartoonist like an Instagram cartoonist yes nice um like but really like cool like they have their own style kind of yeah. poppy yeah like internet cartoons oh, that's nice you know like yeah. they moved from tumblr to Insta- instagram they used to they used they were big on tumblr they were trust big me. on tumblr and they're trying to figure out how they can change their format to really hit on instagram i feel that gen z is like discovering tumblr again am i they wrong are? i don't know i just made that up now, i don't but think they are no but i'm also so old <laughs> who am i to be reporting on this okay miri well you keep drawing your cartoons of um cool cats yeah and uh and but kind of like in a political way but in a very political yeah. very very conscious yes very, very conscious yes. cat cat drawings <laughs> uh the second person here is judy luo judy Luo. judy i love me a judy yeah take judy. the lead <sighs> judy luo um i'm thinking um works uh in the alameda county <laughs> school district <laughs> okay was a math teacher for a long time. Wow, wow. But got promoted a couple years ago to assistant principal. <gasps> wow. Yeah. So That's now huge. she's now she's uh, now she's, she's kind of moved into a more manager role. She's leading, yeah. But she's Leadership. Doesn't, she doesn't know how she feels because she loves being in the classroom. Uh, yeah, I know. She loves being in the classroom. Sometimes you learn that going up the chain isn't for you. Yeah. Yeah. She misses her kids. She yeah. misses the engagement. You know, yeah. she was a math and science teacher for a long time. Right. Did uh, uh, fifth and sixth grade. Mm-hmm. But now as this assistant principal role, she's able to affect change at yeah. a larger scale. Right. But you miss that kind of one-on-one exactly. engagement. Exactly. And she, she's not sure what she does. And, and, and uh, in a moment of uh, weakness, she decides to go on to patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian pod. <laughs> yeah. And, and donate, and donate the money that money. she's making on her teacher salary. Well, thank you very thank much. Thank you so much, the, Judy. The money you gave us is half your salary. Yeah. <laughs> Easily half. <laughs> and, and that means a lot to us. Yes. Thank you so much. And uh, the, we'll do one more. This person is Charles 
Love me a Charles. Charles Huang. We're getting some classic. Huang? Charles Huang? Charles Huang. I know. These are cl- classic. classic names. Class. These are like, you know, when the dim sum cart comes out and it's like, it's got, uh, uh, what's it? Shumai on there. <laughs> it's got Shumai and it's got Charles Wang on there, dude. <laughs> classic Chinese names. Um, yeah. Charles uh charles is for sure he works in insurance <laughs> yes he yes. for sure works in insurance yes um and he used to rave yeah but he's over that scene now no doesn't do yeah, that shit anymore. It, like he was looking for community and he thought that raving was gonna be that for him but he's, be cool. but he's now turned 36 and he's like actually i think i'm i've graduated that part of my life wow go yeah. on you charles yeah and so now he's climbing he is climbing yes. which you know is that actually better than raving? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but his arm muscles are insane now. Dude, her, his forearms so are toned. fucking tight, dude. He's like toned as yeah. hell. And now he's California sober. Yeah, he's California sober. He's California and sober. And he has like, he has like a teeny tiny little man bun that he's trying to grow out. It's like so <laughs> small and it's only at the top of his head right now. Yes. But it's coming. But you know what though? Charles is one of those dudes where, you know, he looks super mild mannered and he's a nice guy, but um when he takes his shirt off yeah you are wetting yourself yeah because he is ripped washboard abs. fucking jack dude <laughs> just no butt at all no butt no but ripped yeah washboard abs <laughs> Yo, baby face though baby face so yeah. cute and hey. a baby bun uh well you Thanks, know Charles. if you're confused about what we're doing we're giving shout outs to our patreon <laughs> subscribers uh if you want to support the podcast go to patreon.com slash asia not asian pod and you can contribute uh i think it starts at two dollars so um you know you can do that and it supports the podcast uh we do st- all sorts of dumb stuff like you know <laughs> run the show yeah <laughs> literally literally like run the show with, with the money so uh always jump on that and uh again that's patreon.com slash asian not asian pod jenny yeah <sighs> what a time it's been what do you do you want to start with what kind of asian you were this week or how do you want to do this yeah let's start i mean i've we didn't really organize this but i have a lot to say okay you why know, don't you start okay what kind of asian were you this week Mike? okay hold on i wrote it down because okay. i knew i would forget and i really did and it is i am a i saw you typing away when uh, we were talking earlier hairy butthole asian okay i think by the time this comes out um i would have the episode that i was on with i was on young me's hairy butthole podcast mm-hmm. and uh it's it huge friend of the pod we love young me uh chaotic aunt of the pod mm-hmm uh, uh i was on young me mayor's podcast and the whole premise of the of the podcast for her is the uh there's a saying in korean i guess where if you laugh while you're crying hair grows out of your butt mm-hmm. and um so you tell kind of like a sad story story or thing you're going through uh thing you've been thinking about and we you try to laugh at it mm-hmm. and i was a um, the thing I talked about, and you can listen to it, was I talked about my father, relationship with my father. Mm-hmm. And a couple of episodes ago, I was talking, Delia was on. Yeah. And I kind of touched upon that. And I was talking about my dad. And a couple of people like reached out and was like, hey, you know, it's really interesting. You talking about your dad. You never talk about that. My wife also says the same thing. She's like, you never talk about your dad. And then I said it this morning. And you said it this morning. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very close with my mom. I talk, I FaceTime her all, every, every single day. And so, you know, we, you know, to talk about Neo and stuff. And, but um, it's, it's crazy because it's, 
with my dad, I don't feel like anything. I don't, I don't feel like I don't hate him. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel passionate. Mm-hmm. He was sort of there. I don't, it's, I do wish I talked to him more. Um, but we don't talk. And I think if anything, that was just such an interest. It's just like if, if you opened up a piece of paper that said top secret and you open up the piece of paper and it's just blank. Mm. That's how it feels. Okay. So it's, I guess that in and of itself is sort of like unusual. Yes, it is. Yeah. So we talked about that at length and then I ended up kind of connecting it because like young me has this ability to kind of stare into your soul. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was just like looking into my soul and like we ended up getting into this whole thing about, you know, uh, how you value yourself as a, as a, as an Asian man or as a son, my relationship with my son, like the ultimate thing, which I feel a Asian Vietnamese dude is supposed to do, which mm-hmm. you will hear about on the show, which kind of gets dark. And it was crazy, man. And I didn't, I think, um, I was, I was talking through it and I was like, oh shit, there's a lot going yeah. on here. Yes. You know, there's uh, yes. a lot of crazy shit. Yes. You know, and of which like the dad part is just like a small aspect of it. I ended up talking about like the relationship between, you know, uh, my, my my parents relationship with with each other mm-hmm. you know going through like what we went through as kids growing up and it was uh you know there's a lot of <clears throat> and i was trying to connect it to the way i am i feel like i'm really i'm a really conflict avoidant person mm-hmm. um i try to be very friendly and i don't want to say whether that's good or bad but it, i could i made connections as far as oh this definitely stems from the things I saw my parents do mm-hmm. to each other mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever to the world, I guess. And it was just like, it's like, there was so much there, mm-hmm. you know, that I had, I had never even opened that door. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I always thought that there's nothing behind that door. It's just a water, it's a hot water boiler, <laughs> you know, but yeah. instead it's like you move that hot water boiler over and, and it's, it's like trauma. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what's this a mm. box full of trauma a box full of trauma and yeah. old licorices yeah. uh yeah so uh i've got a new whole box of trauma yes to sift through i think that's good to start sifting though yeah i, think I don't so. even know where to start do yeah. i need to get onto another podcast is that no, what i, I think need? it's um finding a really good therapist oh fuck but i think that have you ever talked about your family stuff on here i mean i'm sure i mean we've done like hundreds of episodes i i don't know if i've ever done one where you like comprehensively comprehensively sat and did it okay and i think honestly if i did it would be like a whole season it would be like at least five or six should episodes. we set aside an episode to talk about that i guess i kind of talk about my family stuff a lot yeah i mean i'm happy to i think what i would need is someone to just you know, like put me on the path because otherwise like I'll fall into the trauma box and yeah. like be in like the upside down. Yeah. You know? So you need someone to like walk you through. Yeah. Just like. What if co- we get a therapist, like some a therapist back on? We do have a couple of therapist friends <laughs> yeah. and we could have the one of them back on. Yeah. Just that to could like be good. navigate through that conversation. Yeah, sure. Because I don't know if I have the tools to do that. Dude, I feel hair growing on my butthole right now. <laughs> Just like, it's so like crazy. I know. It's one of those things though. And I, you know, this ties to what I'm going to talk about today as well, but we are products of our family. Yes. Every, every single thing we yes. think and we do and we think is normal <clears throat> is because of our families. Yo. 
You know what I mean? Like at what you think is normal in terms of home life, what yeah. you think is normal in terms of how you deal with conflict. Yes. yes. What you think is normal in terms of like kindness is right. fully modeled by your family. Yes. And the word model is the big one because when young me and I were talking, she dropped like these crazy knowledge darts on me. She was talking about how if you want to instill a certain value in your kid, you can't just say it. Yeah. In fact, saying it almost does nothing. Yeah. You have to model it. Uh huh. And I was like, oh shit, that's way harder. <laughs> yeah. Because you're like, as a parent, you're like, oh, I'll just tell the kid to do, like, be right. confident. But that means for me to really make it happen, I have to be confident, yes. which is way harder. Yeah. Way harder to do. But uh -huh. then it's like, oh, I got to do it for him, which is very motivating. Mm -hmm. And it is something you, you know, I'll do it for his good. But it's like, that's really daunting. Yeah. Way more daunting than, you know, uh, just like having to, I don't know, whatever, all the other usual parenting shit of just, you know, keeping him alive, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's Feed pretty, him. yeah. You're holding his uh, number number two favorite <laughs> yeah. stuffed animal. He's um, not here right now. So this is mine now. Yeah, Neo, Piggy. Neo doesn't even know. Yeah. Number one <laughs> is uh, Mr. Bong, which is a big piece of toast, a big yeah. stuffed toast. Of which there are two. Uh -huh. There's clone. There's a clone. Who is this? One. This is a new one. This is Piggy. We're, Piggy. Right now, it's we're we're thinking about the name Miss Piggy, but there is already a Miss Piggy, and we don't want to get sued. I see. So this is a <laughs> Piggy. I call him Piggy. He doesn't have a name for him. He doesn't say anything. He yeah. Just, like knows. He the likes Muppets it. are very litigious. <laughs> so you should be careful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Kermit. Kermit went to Harvard, yeah. so he will fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I think... Uh, Did it feel good to talk about? Or how do you feel? It was really... Um, it was... It felt true, mm -hmm. which was really interesting. I, I feel like I don't... Um, you don't ever... You don't... You rarely hit like your bedrock self where you're like this is me mm -hmm. this is like a thing that's like in me mm -hmm. and i and i and i touched that bedrock uh, like once when i came to like this conclusion about what i think a, a vietnamese man is supposed to do mm -hmm. and i hit that bedrock and it was like crazy because the value i said was was uh, a crazy value I'll, mm -hmm. I'll just say it it's like my i've said this before in the podcast like i have this belief that like the best thing a man can do is die for his family mm. uh like like a fucking bee drone yeah you know yeah. that's like my the thing i have like thoughts about it all the time not in like a i'm you know i'm gonna ram uh, my car into a bank or something like that i, I in 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 a very sac sac self-sacrificing way. And I, I think the thing is like, I saw my dad do it. I see. In the sense that he didn't have a career, quote unquote. He didn't like use his education mm -hmm. and he like instead worked, mm -hmm. you know? So I think there's a bunch of different places I may have learned it. But when I say it out loud, it sounds really strange, I think, to people who don't have that value. But yeah. to me, it is so in, it's, it's like the same as me saying I have brown eyes. Mm -hmm. It's so who I am. I see that like i i don't even know what to do with it you know it's it's i guess it's like crazy that i unearthed it i see you know yeah you see you see like father or what fatherhood being like re being ready to sacrifice yourself yes maybe it's not even fatherhood maybe it's, it's not even fatherhood you seeing that like yeah. what you need to be able to do is always be able to sacrifice yes, yourself. yes absolutely always be able to like throw myself into like the 
the whatever the void in order to like make a bridge with my body so that my family can walk across right. my corpse yeah that's like absolutely what i believe and i don't want that for my son you know i think i think sacrifice is important in some ways but like not necessarily to have that but it was just crazy to like finally get down to that that basic circuitry yeah i was like oh shit this is like some real shit yeah and i don't even think i can like undo it mm. i don't even know if i want to because yeah. it's who i am i don't even know if i want to undo it but like that's that's it this is me i don't think you have to undo it but i think it's interesting to note it yeah and then see how it manifests in like the way you move through the world because mm-hmm. i think there's a lot of sometimes what that can lead to is resentment because you see yourself yeah. as like a martyr almost yeah yeah yeah, um, I can see that. I don't know, but I think it's interesting to see how that, like, will just noticing it will mm-hmm. shift the way. Yeah, you like see how often <clears throat> it plays into the way your brain. Works. Yeah. Um. So I do think it's an interesting topic, sort of the relationship that you know Asian sons have with their fathers. Yeah. You know, like we don't really talk about that in in this in the same way. You know, I think it's a, it, it's obviously different with like a son and a mother. Mm-hmm. And not that we've talked about that a lot either, mm-hmm. um, but I think it's it's a uh, it's a space. I think you you, you know you kind of think about your relationship with uh, I, I you know I'm talking to the Asian dudes out there. You think about the relationship with your dad. What kind of relationship do you have? You know, like for for a lot of Asian dudes, it's like he's the breadwinner. Yeah, he came home. He might be a good cook. Yeah, but otherwise he's a very mild mannered. You yeah. know, I'm a big fan of soft Asian dads. Right. You know. And that might be okay, but it's like, what is that relationship between you and your dad, who's essentially kind of like a drone, just doing things and mm-hmm. providing for his family? But what does that really mean to how you are and how you're going to raise your family and how you have love and your and fa- your heart and stuff like that? Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. You know, it's. I think it's good to start talking about it. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Woo! I gotta, I gotta, I gotta talk about, I gotta talk about dildos, yeah, man, right I now. Yeah, we Woo. have no. Uh, can you believe we just started here? You started it too. It wasn't <laughs> even me. That's so wild. That was on me, man. And, and really, who started? Young me. Thank you, young me. Ah, uh, young me. Thank I've you. I've also young been me. on the podcast, and I was telling Mike that I talked about my grandmother. Um, and her her dementia and uh i didn't cry until young me started crying (laughs) anyways my episode's out there she's good dude she's She's very good she's fucking she's the she's korean barbara walters dude (laughs) she's fucking fucking, she gets you there she she, she's oprah dude yeah (laughs) she's like what is it like being married to a british royal and you're just like they treat me so badly (laughs) okay so that was me were you silent or were you silent? That's a chance. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Uh, but yeah, please check out that episode. It's also funny. We say some funny stuff. So yeah. believe it or not, it's not just a uh, trauma box. Um, okay. So uh, welcome back to the show. Thank you. And what kind of Asian were you this week, Jenny? I was a need to go back to therapy Asia. Back to therapy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Is that the. Broken. Yeah. <laughs> that was the that was the back to therapy R and B riff. Yeah, yeah. Now break it down. Back to therapy. My brain. Mm, it's short circuiting. Mm, My brain mm, short circuiting. <laughs> Yo, this jams for all the real ones yeah, out there. Wow. Real. Okay. Um, I don't even know where to start. I have had a really emotionally chaotic like two months. Um, I was telling Mike before recording that I was listening to the last episode I was on before I left. Mm, mm, um, mm-hmm. uh, 
where I was really, really hungover and pretty much sleep deprived when yeah. I talked. So I, to be honest, don't remember the details of the conversation. Yes, yes, yes. I remember sitting there and holding his, um, Neo's favorite toy oh, during really? that one. Yeah. Okay. But um, I was interesting. I was listening to it because it came out while I was in Japan and I was like, huh. That's what I was feeling at the oh, time. It's fascinating. Wow. But a lot, a lot has happened um, since then. Not like necessarily like factually, but emotionally. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm feeling, I've been taking a breather from therapy um, just for cost reasons. Not mm. if I could keep going for forever, I would. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I took a little break because it's expensive. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, after these last couple of weeks, I'm like, maybe it's time to go back. Yeah. Um, but it kind of relates. I traveled to Japan with my family, um, which was wonderful. And there was a, a reason that I don't want to get into for why I went. Um, but I wanted to talk about a specific thing, which okay. I brought up earlier yes. with you, Mike, was that uh, for those of you who have seen The Farewell mm -hmm. uh, or heard that story on, on This American Life, um, I have something kind of similar going on in my family. Okay. Um, where someone is sick and has not really told people. Right. Okay, so it's a little different because this someone in my family is the ill one and they know that, but right. they haven't told like the rest of the family except for like a very specific corner. And it's on behalf of like protecting the family. The family. <laughs> so like in the farewell, Aquafina's character's grandma is sick. And they don't tell her the actual sick person right that she's sick right and it's like you know it's like a conversation about whether it uh it helps that person it, does it help to withhold that information or it does it help to tell that information right, right. from aquafina's point of view who's like americanized mm -hmm. she's like we should absolutely tell the grandma that she's sick and mm -hmm. dying or like has cancer and may not have long to live and then everyone else is kind of like no this is good for her own good we're not going to tell her that she's yes, ill yes it's not the same situation exactly, it's not quite the same but but it's like withholding information to like protect someone else yeah the principle want, is the same yeah, the principle is the same like you don't want to stress out the other person right um by letting them know that someone is like perhaps like you know ill to a point where it's like their life may end kind of thing okay um so i just kind of got back from that experience oh and i was like thinking about the values attached to that like okay you see it as a like a protection thing right like oh me withholding information is protecting the other person yeah but that's almost like unheard of here like, right i think a lot of times the value that's upheld is like transparency mm. full like vulnerability being yeah. honest and like sharing your whole self whatever that's seen as like the right thing to do oftentimes yes. here culturally yes. yes yes in terms of morals so i've been thinking a lot about that that has like spiraled into other conversations which i can get into but i want to stop there because that's like already a lot to unload um so yeah i wanted to ask if you've had this in your family this conversation in your family yeah we've had something like this before where um you know we there's someone who's ill and this person people know uh -huh. but then like people don't know everything i see you know yeah and it's and you can't really ask yeah and i think there is some there is something to you know maybe the person it's kind of up to the person yeah. to to like you know this is sort of their story yeah their their own thing they have to go through and it's um you know, we're not necessarily privy to it. Even if we are family, we don't have to know everything. Um, 
But there are so many layers. I think one is there is an idea, I think, that you said mm -hmm. that's very Western mm -hmm. and very honestly Christian Catholic, mm -hmm. <laughs> where what I call confessional, mm -hmm. where you have to say everything, mm -hmm. no matter what. Yeah. And I think, you know, we kind of couch it as like, oh, you're, it's the truth and you can talk about it and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And yes, there is that. But there is also sometimes people just want to say it because then it's not on me. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's the holidays, which is an awesome time, but it can also be a tricky time. There can be something about going home, seeing your family, your friends that can fill you with anxiety or even dread. I think this is especially true for Asian Americans because there's just like, God, so much going on that is happening below the surface. And guess what? Of course, we don't talk about it. Why, why would we? Sometimes you need to have something that will ground you, keep you focused so you can work through your feelings. Therapy can be that thing. Therapy can give you the tools to manage everything going on. I've done therapy. It's great. I love it. I use what I've learned in therapy pretty much every day. It helps me make sense of my feelings and thoughts so I can start to make sense of my life, especially during the stress of the holidays. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, so you can tailor it to your schedule. Just fill out a quick, quick questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Asian today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Asian. Life doesn't happen on a bi-weekly basis, so why does your payday? The money you earn can be yours today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. If I needed something like Earnin, it's what I'd use. And this is why. Earnin is simple, easy to use, and a fast way to get access to money you need immediately. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over 3.5 million customers who say things like, When I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, -N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Asian under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Asian under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, daily max and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Because there is a thing it, with when you have to hold the secret, it's on you. Yeah. You have to carry it. Uh-huh. You know, but if you say it out loud, now it's out in the open right. and now, yes, we can talk about it, but also you just put the, the burden on everybody else right. too. So there's that whole aspect. Mm -hmm. And then I think also, and I wonder if this is going on with you, sometimes with your family, you don't want to talk about it because you, it's too hard mm -hmm. to do. You know, it's too hard to do or you don't have the language for yeah. it or I mean like either literally or figuratively because mm -hmm. like... My family is pretty close and mm -hmm. I think so we would be able to talk about it, but I could see where like a lot of people wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that's happening with your family. Um, I definitely think that's what's happening. Okay. Not, this is not 
me personally, but I'm talking about like the family structure as a whole. There's yeah, like sure. obviously weirdness yeah. in different places that's right. causing this to be a thing. It's also like a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to, I'm going to like, I think this just made me think of like my <clears throat> thesis. Yeah. I think there is something I've been dealing with is like in my family and also just going back to Japan and like seeing my quote unquote like home culture or whatever, yeah, like yeah, where I come sure. from. Mm-hmm. Um, you see that like kindness there is seen as like uh. being intentional with what you say because mm. it is that mm. you see it as like sharing parts of yourself is a burden can be a burden to the other person yes. so if you like sharing your opinion you need to be careful because kindness is to like hold it in and see what the other person needs and then kind of like providing right. that right so that's like my home life right like i think i'm expected i think i come from a place where it's very like everyone holds it in and um that's the norm and yeah. like pr- your private self is your private self you're yeah. supposed to keep that to yourself mm. and then because i've always grown up thinking sharing hard things is a is a burden then i flip side new york comedy world <laughs> new york comedy right. or corporate or whatever right. like easter east coast world yeah, where yeah, you're yeah. direct yes and you say what you need to say so i have like worked so hard to be able to sit here on this podcast and show up and go, I'm feeling bad today. Yeah. Right. Like that like took, that's like our whole thing. Yeah. That, but like <laughs> that took me like years of therapy to get there yes. to be like, I deserve a space to talk. And I'm not talking about, I deserve this space. I'm not even like, I deserve to have space in my relationships to talk about my stuff when I'm not feeling good. Mm. Um, because I had to get over that mindset that it's a burden. Yeah. Um, and then I learned that sharing parts of yourself actually leads to better relationships yeah, and also sure. means that like you're presenting your real self to people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, years and years and years of unlearning. So there's this like New York version of myself when I'm here doing comedy shows where yeah. I'll go on stage and go, I think I'm getting ghosted, you know, whatever. <laughs> like I'm like, just like openly talking about stuff. Yeah. Then I like go back to San Francisco and I come off so direct when you put me mm. in my childhood bedroom yeah. and surrounded by my family, I come off so abrasive so direct because i'll say like i want this type of food tonight whatever i have opinions uh, i don't i'm not saying it like we need to eat this i'm saying i would prefer to have whatever but that comes off right. so bossy yeah yeah yeah, that, yeah yeah in that place so it's you like you gotta say it in english too <laughs> well, i am saying it in okay, english we'll sure. but i'm still coming off like a total bitch <laughs> um so i'm like dealing with that this time where i like okay so i got feedback before i left from new york from like some of my friends here that i was like um, I withheld some stuff, information. I was being cold, whatever. Then I go back to San oh, Francisco shit. and I'm getting, I'm getting feedback that I'm like being too direct and I should have be withholding more. Like you got to put yourself second. You got to stop putting yourself first. And then I'm like spiraling out because I'm like, who am I? Yeah. And I feel like, like I'm code switching, but not enough either way. Like, right. I'm like, I'm not fully a hundred percent transparent all the time here, which I'm being told is not good enough. And then I go home and I'm being told, why are you being so transparent? You need to like hold it in. And like, like think before you talk. Yes. So they, that they, is they, a whiplash I'm having right now. Um, did your did your family say that? They yes, like, my hey, mom told me that. Really? Um, it's a very specific argument we got into, but my like, I, it Whoa. was she was basically kind of like, you need to, and it's not just that. It's like she, you're like lacking warmth in some of the things that you say, whatever. Um, and oh yeah, it, I see. Oh, okay, shit. Yeah, Damn. Like, and you know, sometimes you have to like you know like you just come off really bossy and like the first five days you're back from new york it just feels like intense but to me i'm not being intense i'm just being myself the version of me that i've built out here in new york um which is like 
a myriad of different things. It's like getting yeah. ahead in the corporate world. You have to fight yeah, for yourself, talk. which I yeah, learned. Yeah, yeah. You to like do comedy. You have to have an opinion and you have mm-hmm. to say it out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have to have a point of view. Mm-hmm. So there's all these things I've like worked on to become like this more more like clear version of myself that like speaks my mind. But the mm. second you put that back to like my childhood home, yeah. it it's... comes off so intense and aggressive. Wow. Even though I don't think I'm being intense right, and aggressive. Right, of course. You're just, just like saying in the what you think. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, I try to explain that to both the sides of it. Like, yes, I'm not always fully transparent because i've learned that like i need to be deliberate with the way i share information what i share when i share it and then on the other side i'm like yes i come off aggressive here but it's because i had to learn that to survive on my own in these worlds right so i feel like i don't know like cultural whiplash right now. yeah is um it's cool it's nice that your mom told you yes and so she's working on that because i've been pushing i was like you should say what you need to say like say if you have feedback say it wow but now it's like i'm now spiraling out because the feedback was like criticism Mm. of me and i am achievement oriented so i'm like (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm not getting an a i'm getting a b minus at best as a daughter you know (laughs) um can you say what you your feedback was with over on the east coast yes i mean i can't go into details but one of my closest friends here, she is like a hundred percent the opposite side of that spectrum. Like sure. if my mom's over yeah. here, like sensitivity and like don't share don't share personal things. My friends on the other side, she's like, literally say the thing you need to say immediately. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Where it's like it's like they're very blunt. It very like like will say it. And mm-hmm. it's like in a kind way, but they're gonna say it. Yeah. And so she like, um, I was having a really rough two weeks before I left here. You, the last episode I kind of recorded right before I like, yeah, yeah, really spiraled out. Um, but that week I was like crying nonstop. Like I just was feeling bad about myself, mm-hmm. um, and just like not feeling good. And I got some gossip that she would have wanted to know, but I didn't tell her because I didn't think it was like my place to share that information. Um, and also I, it's like a very touchy subject about some people that we've, you know, she's had to deal with Mm. and we've had a lot of conversations about it. And I, to be honest, was not at an emotional place to, to deal with anything else other than my own stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I just didn't tell her because I was like, I can't deal with this right now. Yeah. Like I'm crying all the time. I feel bad. So this, this is not the time she found out through other people. And then, and then I told her, honestly, I was like, I didn't know, but I just didn't tell you because I couldn't deal with it. Yeah. And then she basically kind of like provided feedback that she was like, you are sometimes like, you just seem like not emotional. Like, Mm. like the fact that you withheld that felt like you aren't on my side. Mm. Like, and I've gotten this feedback before. It's like, you're, it feels like you're not on my side. Oh shit. Um, and I have been like, I'm very logical. And this is like, where I come from, my family, it's like you, we like all take a step back and we go, what is everyone's POV? What probably happened here? Rather right, than thinking right. like um, emotionally, like, oh, in this situation, this person was mean or whatever. I yeah. just go, well, that person probably has this point of view. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. I try to like figure out the chess pieces of what happened to yeah. like cerebrally kind of figure it out. Um, and her point, her point was like, you should have told me everything first. Mm. And um, like, that because that's like if you're a true friend you would provide that information i was and then that conversation was like on the heels of a bad week so then i cried uh, <laughs> at a bar at a bar oh no if you were in the Brooklyn bar cry. and you saw me cry yeah i'm so sorry we all did but i started crying at a bar and i and then i reversely was like why did you 
provide that feedback this week when I feel so bad about myself already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then I was like, to me, the kind thing to do was have this conversation a week later when I'm more emotionally stable. Do you see like the different values? It's like she was angry because I wasn't fully transparent, but I was angry that she was fully transparent when I wasn't ready to receive that feedback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like I was like, this is an exact encapsulation of like what I'm dealing with right now is like yep. dealing with like the Western values versus the Eastern values like mm. of like you need to like deprioritize yourself versus you should always be honest and like whatever like i don't know i was just like i've been dealing with a lot of thinking about this um because it's popped up a lot in the last like couple weeks it's almost like there's a because i see what you're saying like you're trying to not game it but like you're trying to see from all different aspects yeah. to like make a holistic choice with the like sort of a group dynamic situation yeah you know like it's like a systemic approach yeah whereas i think there's a certain value in i don't know out here in the east coast whatever you want to say where it's like it's very advocate you know like i want this yeah and it kind of doesn't matter what other people want like you that comes first right you know and you have to do it i I was actually having a conversation with someone who's like a native Mm -hmm. you know tri-state area person yeah and i was like why are people here so neurotic (laughs) (laughs) it's like noticeable versus even in california Uh uh-huh uh or fucking anywhere by the time because i was uh in i was in austin like a couple weeks ago and people are not like this Mm -hmm. i mean you know i'm not saying everybody's friendly and and all that shit but people are always like saying uh, in new york like oh yeah they're not um they're not nice but they're kind and i'm like are they like they're also weird (laughs) everybody is so weird everybody's like this cream cheese is is not spread to the edges of the bagel i'm and they just get so worked up about it yes i know that you have to advocate for the cream cheese at the edge of the bagel because that's what you really want this morning but dude you see there's a hundred other people here you know and everybody's doing that like it's constantly like you just step outside you can just feel it like everybody's doing that um and it is um after living here for so long i am not convinced it's the best way to go (laughs) it doesn't seem to make the optimum thing yeah and you know i i i I hear what you're saying because i would also like step back and be like okay i'm trying to see from this point of view yeah where can we find common ground but that's it's because that's what our family does Mm. whenever I don't know if that's what your family does, but that's what my family does. So mm. when like I growing up, whenever I would be like angry about something, like the first thing would happen, the first thing I would be asked is like, "Well, did you think that you had any wrongdoing in the situation?" Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah. it's my like it's not like I'm gonna get an immediate like yeah you're right I've never gotten that I'm almost always questioned always yeah yeah like what is going well, on well what you? did you say right what did you do right maybe you just said at the wrong time mm. so that's how I think of everything which is like it's my fault yeah I don't mean to say that that's what my parents would say but that's the questioning right, right like right, what right. was your role in this situation which I think to a certain extent is healthy because there's some people who think they're always, always right. in the right and yes. that's also not okay yeah um but it's like a defense mechanism for me so when I hear mm. other people complain about certain things my thing is like so like let's back up and like what is this person like what is whatever like i want to understand both sides of it and it is a it is a logicalizing it it's like making it yep facts Mm -hmm. so i can deal with it because i i don't know it's hard for me to just be like yeah yeah you're 
always right because like, I just never had that yeah so I, I think I do that a lot which it doesn't feel great mm-hmm. on, all the time I think if when you're a friend who's looking for someone to just be pissed with them yeah which I understand I just have like a hard time being that person because I'm so I've been like like I've learned to be this way about conflict which is why anyone who hates me personally you can hate me for my comedy but like i mean like i mean you can don't tell me um but for people who like i've had personal conflict with yeah i i always say i don't have i personally don't have enemies like you're my enemy but i have people who think i'm their enemy oh shit yes you know what i mean yeah like and which by the way that's the most cold-blooded of stances (laughs) you know what i'm saying oh i don't even think about you that's (laughs) the thing though i think don draper but i think that's actually the more powerful stance is like i'm so apathetic towards you yeah it's like whatever damn but like it's because i don't see them as bad people i'm like i see them as people who probably saw certain actions of mine as personal but i was just drawing boundaries and saying i don't i can't always be the person that like shows up to your side for for whatever or maybe i just have a differing opinion for once in my life i'm saying it right like that it's like that so it's like even them i'm like i'm never like fuck whatever i like logic my way through and be like well they're this background with this pov so they probably see me this way it's a it's a defense mechanism yeah no I so it's s- like it's not me it's, right it's them yeah yeah i see what you're saying too as far as and, and i don't know just to bring it make it all asiany again yeah like you know there is some counterbalance we have to do because i'll see you know other of my asian friends that are very much what you said like they kind of well maybe i did something wrong yeah right and you know you try to encourage them to be like well no hold on Mm -hmm. your point of view is valid your 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 preferences are important and you should fight for this Mm -hmm. you know whether it's in the workplace or you know your relationship you should try to say what you want yeah uh because that other person is not automatically right Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. they also have the same uh biases and flaws that they're going into this conflict with and so you do want to you know balance it on a personal level, I often feel like, you know, as soon as I say my preference, people get upset at me. <laughs> so I never, I never try to say it too much. It depends, obviously. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it's like, I'm, you know, trying to, you know, play uh, nice, nice and stuff like that. And then as soon as I have an opinion, people are like, get up, you know, upset. And I'm like, well, this is my opinion. You don't want my opinion or, or what? You yeah. know, like, I don't know what to do. So it's easier sometimes not to have an opinion i know but then this is why i used to be like that i used to Mm. not have an opinion and then i would draw people who got used to me not Mm. having an opinion yes but it's not that i didn't have an opinion i just didn't say it yeah because i was also conflict averse sure and then i real and then i was so afraid of losing those people in my life Mm. because i have an opinion yeah and then once i would you know after years of friendship i started having opinions because i started going to therapy and i started saying the things i believed and then lo and behold i lost my friends <laughs> it all you know came I mean? to pass were, it all came to pass because yeah, they yeah, all yeah. were like what the hell all yeah. of a sudden you're oh my like God, now you have opinions you have Fuck opinions that. and you have a point of view right but then i realized i made so many other friends after that mm, yeah because i did have an opinion right and so i found people who like can Those handle people, me having opinions right so like I, that was a big learning for me mm. um but i still go through i think like I see it as uh, I've like refined my my outside personality. Yes. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like my <laughs> external version of myself is cl- cl- like closely uh, aligned uh, with my inside version of myself now. Oh. Like this inside version always existed. Yeah. But bef- like 
in my 20 early 20s i was just hiding i wasn't sure of it but i was also hiding it really I was scared of like people not liking it oh my god and then um the last like five years especially i've really worked on like being more aligned yeah um who i exist here and talk how i talk is the same as how i think mm. um so that's like closely aligning but then when you put me in different environments <laughs> i get different feedback yeah and me being you know once again wanting to be an a plus student i'm like what's the right, right. thing for what's me the to right do? thing to do so that's kind of like what i've been going yeah through. i mean well one thing sorry is, i just like vomited so much stuff not really like, so many things it all makes sense okay it's all like the I same wasn't sure. i also of, like if i could tell you the concrete details it would be a lot clearer no it's but it's a privacy thing it's yeah. it I don't think it's too many things. Okay. I think it's it thematically it's about, you know, how should you behave in different contexts? Yes. And then it's also about, you know, how much of your authentic self, like people like in HR love to do that. <laughs> like bring your authentic self. Bring your authentic self. No, to you work. don't want my authentic what do, self. What do they call it? Psychological safety. Right. Yeah. yeah. And no, you, uh, I, you don't want me. You wouldn't. I always think like, no, you wouldn't like me when I'm mad. You know, like, <laughs> no, you don't want my authentic self. Okay. That's the it's not going to happen. <laughs> so, um, I think like, um, you know, it's, 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 it's something I think everybody has to deal with. I think as, uh, Asian Americans, like we deal with it in a very particular way because mm -hmm. we bring our own like cultural shit into it, you know? Um, I think too, then it's also like about your relationship with your, your friend. And, um, you know, I learned recently about, uh, I haven't had to deploy this for my own son, but like, there's a lot of times where I think you taught me this. It's like, do you need a hug? Do you need a, a hand or do you need an ear? Mm -hmm. Right. It's like some people just want to uh, be upset. And, and like, sometimes it, it, it just comes down to like an interpersonal, like, what do you need exchange, yeah. you know, between you and I. And, uh, you know, that, that, that could be what some people are feeling when if you feel, if they feel like you're not, sort of being there for them quote unquote because they were sort of expecting a certain thing right. but even you know kids really um you know feel this and, and i think as adults we don't we don't realize we don't always want the same thing right we don't always want advice yeah sometimes we do want to just have an angry bitch fest totally you know hey we're comedians that's what we do yeah i mean this whole podcast is an angry bitch fest <laughs> so yeah do you, do you want a hand do you want a microphone <laughs> Do you want a podcast? Do you want a podcast? Do you want the latest uh, version of uh, writing software? Yeah. <laughs> because that's what we could do, you know? And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, so there's a, that's very, it's all universal. Yeah. Right. Uh, and and I, I, was, I was saying, I, I don't think in this whole conversation, we would even say one is better than the other. Yeah. No. I don't think one is like, this is the way. No. You know? But I see how much of it is now tied to our cultures. Yeah, the what sure. we see is like yeah. kindness or like what is normal, right? Because I was like, I the reason why I do this is because I'm always looking at the whole, right? Like this thing of like we're all like little like we're little puzzle pieces, whatever. And then I hear my friend who's white talk about her stuff, and I'm like, she is so like, but this is my world, and her world is fully up here. All of our worlds are fully <laughs> yeah, up here. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, but and it's like me, like right. I'm feeling this way, so I'm gonna say it. And I was like, that's so interesting because like I had to work so hard to get to the point where I can even say anything. That yeah, I feel. yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like, and so I had to explain my cult. Like I was like, coming back from Japan, let me tell you all the things I've learned about like, okay, so here's an example. I got my nails done. Thank you. I'm just showing to camera. Amazing. Um, but there was, um, you know, we talk about what we, 
what I want for my nails. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's me and this Japanese girl. We're like talking in Osaka. Um, and then she was like, I was like, can I put bedazzles on it? Sure. You know, she placed it in a spot I didn't like. Uh-huh. I was sitting there for 30 seconds thinking about if I should say something <laughs> because it's really, it's a little awkward. And oh, it's yeah, like, yeah, I, like, yeah. To yeah. confront is like, that's a confrontation to be like actually can we change it you know yeah what I mean? yeah so so because i didn't like what she did and i was like sitting there for a really long time being like is it worth it yeah yeah, okay, yeah. it is like I'm, I'm spending money on this like yes it's gonna be stuck on there for like another two like, whatever and then i'll and then and then i said like in the most japanese like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry would you mind if we moved it a yeah. little bit she's like and then she goes oh my god i'm so sorry let me Whoa. move it whatever that is japanese culture right like it's for really sure. hard to be direct um or to ask for things yes um and i think like uh i came back here yeah where you have to that's normal that's like you gotta oh, say i don't really like that could we change yeah, it yeah, yeah let's change that yeah <laughs> and so i was trying to exp- like i was like that's just a little tiny example but that's like the the like difference yeah um and so like i came back and i was explaining that to my friend the the nice thing is she's willing to listen and be like yeah we come from two different places and okay. i think my old friends didn't care right um and so like I'm like, okay, phew, at least I have people who care mm. now. And even if you're not Asian to understand where okay. I come from. So that's nice. That's good. But yeah, I'm like just trying to like figure out what it is about me. Like, and especially cause it just happened back to back, like all this feedback coming at me about like how I'm bad at being a whatever, <laughs> um, <laughs> like how it just differs so much. Um, so yeah. Yeah that's where we're at now and now i need i need to go back to therapy is my point oh right yeah this goes back to the therapy thing yeah. so um contribute to our patreon that's patreon.com <laughs> no. please uh no it's um it's it's yeah i don't know what i don't even know if there's an answer i don't think i don't want to say I, I feel like saying having an answer that's such like a western thing yeah Sometimes i don't think there no is answer. an answer i think they're just this it's is just, how the world this works. is how it is dude yeah. you know dealing with different people different like dynamics exactly. you know your mom versus your friend yeah. you know and the the shit that uh whatever you, you gotta you gotta bring when you go to uh back to your homeland to have a the farewell situation yeah you know that's some that's different i feel and there's so much more involved than you know so, something that's happening like i don't know between two friends yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i don't yeah i don't think it's i don't think any, I, I think the only foolish thing would be for someone to say this is the answer mm-hmm. you know for someone to be like you should always do it this way yeah yeah or one thing i always hate is like uh you know when people like make an excuse about like well you know this is how i was raised yeah. I'm, I'm, i have to say it like it is yeah Shut up. <laughs> uh, if you watch Love is Blind season five, <laughs> Lydia's always just like, I can't help it. I'm Puerto Rican. And yeah, I was yeah. like, I think you can say that, but you can't explain everything. Right. Let you do because of your like where you come from. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. It's 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 maybe an explanation. It's not an excuse. Yeah, it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse yeah. to do that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, OK, I guess, you yeah, know, like yeah. you were near a beach when yeah. you were when you were born, I guess. So that's why you're a total prick. Like, that's when I went a date with a guy and he was like well that's just how i am because my south node's in libra or whatever i was like <laughs> what does that mean like what does that mean it doesn't ex- it doesn't excuse anything yeah. about yourself or yeah. whatever it's like it also makes it sound like you can't change it 
Right, that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. that there's it's not well we're you know we're not near the beach now. Yeah. You know, like what does that mean? You know, yeah. like, I mean the fact that you know it sounds like if anything the <laughs> the more east you go for you it's like well like and, and like you know you were in Japan and there's a, one way to do it and then become California there's <laughs> yeah. another way and then, then you come to New York and then you get to Nevada and it's like you know it's a very specific thing and then you get to California you know like yeah. and if you were out in uh, Iceland oh the Iceland people they're so direct exactly. you know how direct Iceland people are yeah exactly you know so it's uh, that's the work yeah right if you don't want to do the the work mm-hmm. and just be like I'm, well, I was this way when I when, when, when I was taught one way yeah. can never change yeah those uh fucking nodes in my brain are <laughs> ossified yeah you know um that's uh bullshit <laughs> <laughs> yeah I would agree with that but I would never say that to you I would just be like <laughs> if you prefer that is bullshit conflict avoid it conflict avoid it <laughs> wow wow welcome back dude wow it's been a deep it's a deep one today it was a good kind of went there yeah we did yeah we um we had some ha-has. We had some ha-has. Let me tell you this. I know my mental health is bad when I start <clears throat> watching a lot of K-pop TikTok, which that's yeah? how I know I wasn't doing well. Really? I recently got into Seventeen. Uh, do you know uh, Seventeen? I do know of them. Um, They're the... kind of not my favorite. They were... Okay. Not. I don't want to say that. I love Seventeen now. Okay. But when I... <laughs> So last year when I went to Japan, they were everywhere. They're so popular in Japan because they're a little bit softer and like, oh, really? like more closer to like what Japanese like culture likes. Like they don't love like super like manly vibes. They want like a cutesy, oh. cutesy vibe. Would you say that Blackpink is like, because I feel they're, they're popular because they're very like, um, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Like kind of in your face. I think they're pop, but not, they're not like, I wouldn't say that they're like hugely popular over other groups in Japan. Okay. Does that fair. make sense? Like. I feel like Seventeen is like the K-pop group that Japanese people love. Huh. Um, because at least maybe, maybe I was just there when their album was released, so it was everywhere. Oh, but like they are really well liked. Oh. Um, because they are very cutesy, and their music is like closer to almost like boy band J-pop stuff. I think. Oh. Um, and so uh, I used to not like them. Also, there's thirteen of them. That's a small middle school class. Like that's like too many people. I, Do you know what I mean? How did they not have seventeen? I of think them? they lost four people. No way. I think that's what happened. But they're called seventeen, but there's thirteen of them. Anyways, I know my <laughs> mental health isn't good because I have been watching fan cam videos on TikTok. So it's like that's like like you like it's just like uh-huh. clips of one member. Oh shit. <laughs> That would take you so long just to go through the whole roster. I know. So they, how I know I'm not doing well, they had a UNESCO youth forum performance. Why do I know that? I don't know. I shouldn't know that. I know all their names now. And I watched fan cams of each of their perform, like 13 fan cams or whatever. How many of them were there? Some of them were missing. Um, I watched like into people's like uploads of each individual. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't, what am I doing? It's like, but I know it's, my mental health is bad because it's like a fantasy thing. It's like escapism. Uh, yeah, of course. Because the news Ghost, is really bad yep. because of. No, no, I don't. No, no. Mm-hmm. You know, Israel, mm-hmm. yep. Palestine stuff. Yep. And mm-hmm. I like literally, I can't. Um, and then there's like my personal stuff, which is bad. So what I'm doing right now is getting to know intimately the personalities of everyone on 17 right yeah. now. Thank God there's 13 of them. <laughs> it's going to take forever. Thank God. Because that will Ooh. like, you know, again, going through the whole roster fan cam. That's like a good 40 minutes right there. <laughs> Of watching the same song over and over and I over again, know. but from different, like slightly different points of yes. view. Yes, and I'm like, oh, those are the dance moves they do. Oh, that person does that pose. Like that's so <laughs> messed up. I'm in my 30s. I need to not be doing this. This is, I mean, this is the that's the thing is that like I sometimes wonder about how uh, how is K-pop 
j-pop whatever mm-hmm. k-pop in particular so sticky yeah and it's because it offers something where people it's like multifaceted yeah. it's like deep as you want it to go yeah. or not deep as you want it to go exactly but there's plenty of times where i mean i don't i don't watch that much of it but like you know i'll, I'll if i fire up one bts video on youtube forget it that's it's at least two hours i know i'm just like i'll watch every single performance they did on good morning america you know and then i'll watch all of the you know the the covid era stuff yeah and it's just like it's a and then like the the, the, oh my god my favorite is like the dance practices yeah the dance practices are my favorite they're so talented but the thing is they know that they like know how to churn out so much content where you also build a parasocial relationship yes exactly yes yes it's not just like here's the here's the single yeah here's a uh here's a concert yeah and you know whatever and here's an album you know like yeah. it's it's all the interviews exactly and then, like here's all the different things and that the we're variety gonna wear. shows and the and variety like, shows everything and you like get you feel like you're starting to get to know their personalities that's yeah. what's scary yes um and before i used to be like how do people get attached i don't know how people get attached to celebrities that's what yeah. i used to think i see and yes, now, now after seeing the k-pop machine i'm like i get it yeah like I get it. They build it so you get you get attached to them. Right. Yeah. And they have thirteen. When there's thirteen of them, <laughs> so I still that, think too many. That's a lot. I really have been actively trying to like take stock of how much time I'm spending watching their TikToks. I'm like, get over it, Jenny. Move on. <laughs> you gotta move on. Like, let's get back to normal life. Let's get back to the. I normal know I'm TikToks. stabilizing because I'm watching less of it this week. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But a couple weeks ago. Right. really bad well i'll be i'll be monitoring it i'll ask <laughs> yeah please i'll ask china for your data file <laughs> how much k-pop is she watching yeah if it's over three hours it's not okay i'm giving you a call yeah good i need it i really need it my gosh well welcome back <laughs> thank you uh we'll be doing stuff again come check us out um in december we've got the show uh in new york our hack city show and then of course we've got our show in san francisco i believe that's december 19th come and and uh and hopefully jenny will be watching less than two hours of <laughs> i'm banking on it of, of i need it k-pop videos yeah um yeah i mean i don't know is there any any last thoughts final thoughts um parting thoughts no it's just i uh, i would like a win a win <laughs> yeah oh my new york article came out oh yes let's touch on that real okay. quick it was such a good article thank you uh check it out i don't have new yorker credentials so i had to read it on your thing on your on your instagram that's how i watch that's how i read people's new yorker yeah Yeah. i just read screenshots uh it was a banger thank you it um uh like a quick summary it's a day in the life of the guy who harassed you on a dating app uh i have a bunch of guy friends who some are more problematic than others (laughs) yeah uh but we were we couldn't stop talking about really? it yeah Dude, that's amazing it, we were just like <laughs> we're just like i see nothing wrong with this <laughs> this sounds like a fantastic day yeah i want to eat my meat only chipotle bowl alone mm, eight hot dogs boiled or whatever did you, yeah yeah i love to i mean just as a comic thing as i was reading i'm like whenever somebody dies and goes to heaven or god or satan shows up yeah. i'm like yes yeah that's heightened to the nth degree it's it's nth heightened yeah. it's infinite heightened yeah you know i know it's so interesting i wrote that because um my friend had a experience where a guy like straight up sent her a message just to, to be rude to her 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was like That's actually a feature. Yeah. It's so you pay wild. you pay ten dollars and you're allowed to harass anyone you yeah, want. Yeah, it was just so crazy where he like it was like a some some feature where you like compliment someone and it was to tell her that like, like you're not a victim. Don't say that you don't like people who are apolitical or something like that. And I was like, you can just move on with your day without saying something. You know no, what no, I mean? Like it's like you he went can't. out of your way to say it. I was like, who yeah. is the type of guy who does that? That's how this started. Um and then I thought about all the times I got yelled at. Like I write about the Avengers and yeah. Mamma Mia thing. Like it's like my first example that is a real thing that happened to me i got yelled at on tiktok or on twitter because i tweeted something about how i love mama mia more than spider-man sue me i love the mama mia universe okay <laughs> the mama but mia I was universe. Like, so many men got angry at me and i was like chill yeah it's like it's spider-man's fine i just love mama mia okay the, yeah they yeah it's 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 okay yeah no. but i was just it's been funny because i wrote that because i just had a lot of thoughts and then I didn't think that the New Yorker would accept it. It doesn't really feel that New Yorkery to make. It kind of seems a little bit more like reductressy, a or little like, bit. Yeah, but it's still like, um, I think you know they're trying to move in that direction. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, so it did really well on my Instagram. So good. And then they posted on their Instagram. So funny. And I was like, oh, okay, must have done well. Um, I don't know. I just post. This is not my first time in the New Yorker. It's just right. the first time I've gotten any yeah. feedback that's this positive. And then a bunch of guys did the thing on in the comments. Did the article in yes. the comments. Dumb guy. Some guy literally commented, well, I bet you're only swiping. But you refuse to swipe right on nice guys, huh? Because that's boring. I was like, I want to be like, you. this is you. Let me explain to you. <laughs> yeah. The mechanics of swiping. <laughs> And let me explain to you what satire is. No. Absolutely wild. <sighs> Being alive is a journey. It's great. It's great. <laughs> check out that article. Uh, check us out. Um, we can You can find us on Instagram at um, Asian on Asian Pod. I'm on there at Nice Pants Bro. I'm at Jenny Arimoto. And until then, um, you know, be kind to yourself. Be kind to your, your, your loved ones. And um, we love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.